This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hi, friends. It's Annie Grace, and I am answering questions. Again, Annie Grace, I'm author of This Naked Mind. And today the question I'm answering is, is drinking alcohol truly just a habit? And it's a reason tons of people give for drinking. It's a reason I gave for drinking. I was just in the habit of drinking. And um, habits are interesting things. And in order to dig into this question, this is the first time in a live video I'm gonna be talking about kind of the crux of my book and it's Liminal Thinking and Liminal Points. So Liminal Thinking is a book that was written by Dave Gray and it is a really interesting aspect because there's so many experts there's this huge body of evidence that agrees that we do a lot of things because of um, these ingrained beliefs that we have and these beliefs come from different experiences so if you were growing up in one culture and someone was growing up in a separate culture you would have separate sets of beliefs but you would believe these things very viscerally very emotionally like you just believe it without necessarily understanding or being able to justify why um, so these beliefs are we put we have experiences in our life and we filter those experiences through a filter that is relevant to us because obviously there's too much in life to experience everything and then we take those experiences and we make observations based again on relevance and then from those observations we make assumptions we draw conclusions and these form our beliefs and most of this work is actually done unconsciously so it's just kind of done naturally in the society we grow up in in the family we grow up in, in the media and the information we're exposed to. And these beliefs become really, because it's all done unconsciously, they become really ingrained. And we believe certain things like we believe the sky is blue. And so Dave Gray with Liminal Thinking, he says, as many experts say, the way to really undo some of these very deeply ingrained yet unjustifiable in some regard beliefs is to go down through those experiences, observations, assumptions, and conclusions and determine what's really true. So we're gonna do that today with is drinking a habit. And so, you know, you experience that you regularly drink, you get home from work, you pop open a beer, and you also observe habitual drinking all the time everywhere around you. So it's very easy to assume because of how frequently drinking occurs, not only in your own life, but in the lives of those around you that drinking clearly must be habitual. It's a very easy assumption. Um, and it's much more palatable than the assumption that you and those around you drink regularly because you may have become addicted or dependent even you know emotionally or psychologically dependent on alcohol i mean that idea is somewhat terrifying so it's it a habit doesn't feel threatening so the easy conclusion is that because you drink regularly um and you're afraid to look for a more sinister reason and you don't even want to consciously do that you just believe this is a habit and most of this thought is happening completely unconsciously so in order to expose this unconscious belief that drinking is a habit, we need to really dig down and look at reality. So what is reality in this, this point? So most people do, they justify their drinking saying it's just a habit. And indeed, your drinking, my drinking, it started as habitual, it was routine. I went to a party, I had a drink, I went to an office dinner, I had a drink, I got home from work, I had a drink. 
And the thing about habits is that they, by definition, they actually encourage our brains to think less. So once something's become habitual, like brushing your teeth or driving to work, you no longer really consciously think about it. And that's great. It's one of the amazing things about humankind is that this frees up our brain, allowing us to focus on new and different things. So your drinking could very well have started as a habit. And there's a good chance that you often drink without even thinking about it. You come home, you open the refrigerator without any thought. I know I would get off work, I would pop that bottle of wine. There was no conscious thought in it. It was just habitual. It was routine. Um, and so you can do it without thinking too much about it. And it you know, seems very habitual. But the thing about alcohol is it over time becomes much more than just a simple habit. And for me, I can look back. And if drinking was just a habit, then when I got pregnant, I would have been perfectly happy drinking non-alcoholic wine or non-alcoholic beers, but I couldn't bring myself to drink more than one. And, and to be honest, the taste isn't even that different um, depending which ones you get, but the fact is I wanted the alcohol, not the taste. Um, so, you know, and you look at people's lives get destroyed by alcohol. I mean, your spouses leave people, you know, you, you break up homes. Um, self-respect abandons you, you do something you, you don't like yourself for doing, you have this huge internal war. Um, you know, most habits, even the most difficult ones compared to stopping drinking can be relatively easy. And I think that's a clear sign that drinking over time becomes much more than a habit. And when we give up a habit, like say biting our nails, yeah, that one is notoriously hard to break because people really get like it's a stress reliever. But when you give it up and you let it go, you don't feel deprived about it. You don't feel like you're missing out on something before because you no longer like gnaw on your fingertips. So you don't worry anymore that your life is going to be different or altered or that you're going to be giving up an authentic pleasure. And those worries about a substance like alcohol, that for me is a huge indicator um, in myself of an emotional addiction, a psychological addiction, a belief and a dependence that somehow alcohol was important in my life for different things, stress relief, um, having a good time. And these, the great thing about these liminal points is we, we can do one about each of these things and kind of explore each of these aspects. And um, so, it, you know, it wouldn't be that if you gave up biting your nails that you would feel really deprived. And so, yet the majority of drinkers believe that they drink that they want to and that they enjoy it and they choose to do it. And I think that that um, is generally true until a point, until the point where you decide that maybe you don't want to be drinking as much as you are or the point where you start to question it and then something inside kind of breaks apart and you introduce this cognitive dissonance, which is really, really miserable. So here's the crux, here's the, the question to say, is your drinking really a habit? If I offered you $250,000 to stop drinking, would you do it? Would you have to think about it? What about half a million dollars? I mean, you could buy this beautiful home, but you never could drink again. If drinking was truly a habit, there would be no hesitation. You would break any habit I am willing to bet for a half million dollars, no matter how much effort it took, you would break a habit. And so, um, but we do, we think drinking is a habit because it's easy to justify it and it's easy to our aim is to prove that we're in control. We spend so much time defending our alcohol intake that, you know, it actually, I think, you know, for me especially, I spent so much time talking about how much I liked drinking that it really proved that I wasn't necessarily in control. And all drugs, you do this with every drug, you try to prove that you're not dependent, that you're not being controlled, that there isn't more to it than just a simple habit.
And the truth is that it's the fear that keeps us drinking, you know, fear that we will be missing out, fear that we won't be able to relax. But the other truth is that that fear is actually created by the alcohol itself and its addictive nature. And um, that's a hugely complex topic, so we don't have time for it today. But please ask any follow-up questions. And, um, you know, I think that you'll recognize that you wouldn't be jealous at all if you were just giving up a habit. You wouldn't be jealous of other people because you gave up, you know, biting your nails or some other habit. There's more to it than just a habit. And so I guess, you know, for me, realizing that it was more than just a habit and more just something that I did, and it actually had a little bit more control over me than I wanted it to. And by the way, that amount of control snuck up on me. It did start as a habit. It did start as something that I was fully in control of, and it didn't necessarily end up that way. But but that realization was huge for me because it meant that I was able to start to consciously examine pulling out that glass of wine at the end of the day and consciously say, huh, do I really want this? What is my motivation? And when I started consciously looking at it, you know, everything truly changed. So I hope that answers is drinking a habit. And please, again, keep posting questions. I will keep answering questions as long as as everybody keeps asking them, my name is Annie Grace, author of This Naked Mind, and you can download the first few chapters of the book free at thisnakedmind.com. Have a great day. This has been Annie Grace with This Naked Mind podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can learn more at thisnakedmind.com, and please remember to rate, review, and subscribe as it really helps us spread the word.